My name is Padre Gotuma, and one of the questions I find most complicated to answer in the world is, what do you want? Desire, drive, ambition. These things are profoundly deep in us, and often we may not even know why it is that we're driven to do the things we do. Perhaps we need to observe it, to notice it, to tend to ourselves along the way so that we can survive our drives too. Poetry for me is a drive. I need it. This is a curiosity for me and other people's drives. Why do they do the things they do? There's so many different ways within which desire lives in us, but it lives in us so deeply that it's always worthwhile to pay attention to what the desire is and where and how is it driving us. We Give by Kevin Gooden We give our lungs to the fire, their frothy pink and trembling capacities, the hinge work of our knees also. What's good of our backs we give, discs in the spine flattened, springing to the nerves, shoulders, tendon bright, straining the sockets. We give bruise, we give gash, whatever bleeds, bleeds, Shin bones divoted from tool blows, armpits raw from sweat-rhymed Nomex grating under line gear straps, heels blister-gelled, popping, back of neck seared, glistered. Give ankles hobbled, ligaments tattered, sutured, tattered. Skin we give to ember, to aramids, to the long memory cancer has. Ears given to squelch, break, rotor wash, a far voice calling weakly for water, for God, who is water out there in the brittle woods. Give lips, heat craze, blubbering, double time, double time, water boiling from eyes, lashes, rancid nubs, a beard, moustache, smouldering, tobacco spit, tobacco slobber. Fingers in gloves, in ash, swollen, putty to the bone, lactic surge in arms, in calves as we pause, swiping back the grime-slicked hair, then bending to our ash-dark art once more. This poem by Kevin Goodan is from a book called Spot Weather Forecast, a fire liturgy, which was just published last year. None of the poems in this book have a formal title, so it just takes the title from the first line of the poem, which in this context is we give. It's a long, snaky poem. Loads of the lines only have two words or even one. And Kevin Gooden was raised on the Flathead Indian Reservation in western Montana. His father and stepbrothers are enrolled members. And he began to work for the U.S. Forest Service when he was 19 and he stayed there for 10 years. In this book, he particularly thanks the Lolo Interagency Hotshot crew. Hotshot is a term for a particular role in forest fire and wildfire management, and wildfire prevention. 
I looked up this crew online and saw a list of the demands, the physical demands that they need to be able to go through in training in order to be on the crew. It's overwhelming. It's exhausting and demanding and not for the faint hearted. And ultimately, the poem reflects that demand and reflects that take and the give underneath all of that. The poem's in 10 sentences, really, 10 descriptions of the things we give. And the first one is towards lungs and then knees, backs, shoulders, bruises and gashes, ankles, skin, ears, lips and fingers. There's a phenomenal physicality to the ways within which this work takes a toll on your body. And here, each one of those is linked to the conjugation of the verb give. We give and give can mean to transfer or to pledge or to make a present of, to provide, to carry out or even cause. The work of a fire crew is a practice of giving, giving of exhaustion, particularly in a hotshot crew who've got to hike in with all of their gear and use pretty rudimentary tools to do everything they can in their role to prevent a fire going forward. And what you see is the giving infuses all of this so much. There is an exultation, there's a demand, there's a, a vibrancy that comes with being right up at the edge that you find here in this poem. I think about everything that is asked of people who work in this hotshot crew, you know, everything that he mentions, what good of our backs we give, and then whatever bleeds, bleeds. That's an extraordinary line, nonchalant almost. And then shin bones divoted from tool blows. Divoted meaning that chunks are taken out perhaps when a tool that you're using glances back at you. And then armpits raw from sweat-rhymed Nomex grating under lime gear straps. Nomex is a fire-resistant fibre. There's loads of gear mentioned in the poem. There's lime gear straps and the protective unguents that they bring and first aid packs and water and gloves, as well as the communication systems that they have. I have a really good friend, Dave, who's a firefighter and a poet, so I phoned him up. I really do owe him a debt of honour for this interpretation. He was telling me that squelch, ears given to squelch, break, rotor wash. I had initially thought that squelch might have been some kind of casual way to refer to ear damage, but squelch is a dial on the radio that you use. And then break is a term that you use over the radio when moving from addressing one person to another. And rotor wash is the downsurge of air if a chopper is coming in near to earth. And in the context of these particular terminologies, they're all about communication in the radio, the squelch, the break. And then we hear communication, perhaps over the radio, a far voice calling weakly for water, for God who was water out there in the brittle woods. That poor far voice calling weakly for water. There's a broad story of the demand in the body and then suddenly in this part of the poem we're brought into a particular thing. Somebody's calling for water, for God. But the thing is, is that the communication system, the radio here, is bringing people in contact with other people, firefighters from this crew, in contact with firefighters from the same crew. So they are God to each other. They are the salvation. They are the response to each other that says, if I hear you, I might be able to bring you the water, which is God out here in the brittle woods.
over and over in this poem, what you hear is that injury is just to be expected. Phenomenal injury and pain and perhaps all of the gruelling preparation is not only about building up the body's strength, but also building up the body's capacity to bear pain. Tattered ligaments are sutured and then they keep working and then they're tattered again. You know, there's burns and there's first aid administered right there out in the field in the forest. Lung damage, sore backs, strain in the shoulders and eye damage and lip and skin damage. And then the long term impact on joints and the way that cancer is referred to as something that might come back because of the circumstances you've been in. I keep on wondering, why would somebody give themselves to this? What are they giving to? They're given to a forest that they care for and that they don't want to see completely destroyed. But also they're giving to a certain kind of energy then bending to our ash-dark art once more is how the poem finishes. I keep on thinking, why would you call it an art, an ash-dark art, something that's burning, something that is creating something? What is it creating? It's creating protection. It's creating community. It's creating a way within which animals and other living beings in this forest area can survive and thrive. It's creating a sense of achievement together in the crew. And it's creating also whatever it is that each person brings to themselves, that edge of chaos. They're not just at the edge of chaos, they're into it. They've walked into it. They've trained to walk into that chaos. There is the confrontation with something elemental that the fire evokes in them that says, I want to be here fighting this fire, tending this fire, working here, because it too, in this place, is an ash-dark art that I will bend to once more. We Give by Kevin Gooden We give our lungs to the fire, their frothy pink and trembling capacities, the hinge work of our knees also. What's good of our backs we give, discs in the spine flattened springing to the nerves, shoulders tendon bright straining the sockets. We give bruise, we give gash, whatever bleeds, bleeds, shin bones divoted from tool blows, armpits raw from sweat-rhymed Nomex grating under line gear straps, heels blister-gelled, popping, back of neck seared, glistered. Give ankles, hobbled, ligaments, tattered, sutured, tattered. Skin we give to ember, to aramids, to the long-memory cancer has, Ears given to squelch, break, rotor wash, a far voice calling weakly for water, for God who is water out there in the brittle woods. Give lips, heat crazed, blubbering, double time, double time, water boiling from eyes, lashes, rancid nubs, a beard, moustache, smouldering tobacco spit, tobacco slobber. Fingers and gloves in ash, swollen, putty to the bone, lactic surge in arms in calves. As we pause, swiping back the grime-slicked hair, then 
bending to our ash-dark art once more. from Kevin Gooden's book, Spot Weather Forecast. Thank you to Alice James Books for giving us permission to use Kevin's poem. Read it on our website at onbeing.org. Poetry Unbound is Gautam Shrikishan. Eddie Gonzalez, Lillian Vo, Lucas Johnson, Amy Chatelain, Kayla Edwards, and me, Chris Hegel. Our music is composed and provided by Gautam Shrikishan and Blue Dot Sessions. This podcast is produced by On Being Studios, which is located on Dakota land. Open your world to poetry with us by subscribing to our Substack newsletter at poetryunbound.org. You may also enjoy our other podcast, On Being with Krista Tippett, or our newsletter, The Pause. Visit us at onbeing.org to find out more. Friends, thanks very much for listening to Poetry Unbound. Whether you're new or whether you've listened to them all, your attention makes everything worthwhile. And I've got some news. I've written a book, Poetry Unbound, 50 Poems to Open Your World. There's 50 poems, each with a fresh essay written by me. I'd love it if you'd pre-order it or pre-order a few and join up to our free interactive newsletter, Links to everything at poetryunbound.org. This podcast is produced by On Being Studios in Minneapolis, Minnesota.